Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. We're in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 16, 17, and 18. Yeah, talking about those contagious guys with contagious faith, contagious love, and contagious hope. How comforting is the promise of the Lord's return? You know, the Lord promised to come once, and He did. He promised to come again, and He will. Are you ready? Are you eager for His return? Paul continues to comfort those who are confused about the how, the when, and the who involved in the Lord's return. The dead in Christ are the same group of believers who fell asleep or have died before the Lord's return. We who are alive and remain are the same group in verse 15, referred similarly as we who are alive and remain to the coming of the Lord. Both groups are believers, and both will ascend or be caught up together to be with the Lord. Now, the promise of the Lord's return was and still is one of the most comforting, hopeful realities in all the universe, realizing that many of the exact details as to when and how he will come back to earth are unknown, just the realization of his promise to return, and he never breaks a promise, and the anticipation of being with him is a comforting spiritual hug like no other. There are many opinions of when the Lord will return, before the tribulation, after the tribulation, in the middle of the tribulation. There are different views as to why the Lord will return to rescue his church from experiencing the outpouring of God's wrath in the tribulation or to join Jesus' bride in the air just as he begins the outpouring of his final judgment on sin. Although I am personally convinced of a pre-tribulation rapture, only God the Father knows for sure the timing of Jesus' return. Hey, just for fun, here's a couple of simple, biblically logical reasons why I'm excited about our Lord's soon return to rapture his saints from this wicked, out-of-control world and take us to heaven as he promised. Number one, imminence. If my Lord was to come in the middle or the end of the tribulation time, I could probably approximate the date of his return, which would go against his imminent return. Transition. The obvious transition in Paul's thinking between chapters 4 and 5 of 1 Thessalonians, or you could say between the comfort one another and the comfort yourselves together. Paul explains that Christ will first come to gather all believers and then reminds us that the day of the Lord is next on the agenda. Number three, destination, heaven. From Acts 111, Christ's first return to earth is to rescue his redeemed family and take them to heaven. Christ's second coming to earth is to stay a while and unleash his final judgment on sin, including Armageddon. And number four, comfort. If I knew we would all have to experience the outpouring of God's wrath against sin on earth, I would have a hard time comforting anyone, including myself. What do we know for sure? Well, the Lord's return will be visible, the Lord himself, audible with a shout from the Lord, majestic with a trumpet sound proclaiming the approach of a conquering king, personal to meet the Lord in the air, and eternally comforting. So shall we ever be with the Lord. These facts are encouraging and comforting, visible, audible, majestic, personal, eternally comforting. There was a time in our not-so-distant past church history that congregations often would gather and sing about heaven, the Lord's imminent return, and the joy of Christ's coming. Hey, you ready to sing? Standing before him at last, trials and troubles all pass, crowns at his feet we will cast, Jesus is coming again. Coming again, coming again, maybe morning, maybe noon, maybe evening, maybe soon. Coming again, coming again, oh, what a wonderful day that will be. Jesus is coming again. What a day that will be when my Jesus I shall see 
and I'll look upon his face, the one who saved me by his grace. When he takes me by the hand and leads me through the promised land, what a day, glorious day that will be. Living, he loved me. Dying, he saved me. Buried, he carried my sins far away. Rising, he justified freely forever. One day he's coming. Oh, glorious day when we all get to heaven. What a day of rejoicing that will be when we all see Jesus will sing and shout the victory. When the trumpet of the Lord shall sound and time shall be no more and the morning breaks eternal, bright and fair. When the saved of earth shall gather over on the other shore and the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. Let us labor for the master from the dawn till setting sun. Let us talk of all his wondrous love and care. Then when all of life is over and our work on earth is done and the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. Hey guys, the Lord is coming. He's coming soon. Be expecting, be ready, be prepared, be prayerful, be faithful, be serving until he comes. Oh, and be comforted by his promise. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. Hey, our time's up, and I'm kind of hoping our time's up here on earth too, that my Lord will come back very, very soon. But until then, He's given us this day. Let's rejoice in it. Let's be glad in it. And I hope that you have a good day.